world is going through an expansion of consciousness, a changing of the ages, and many of us are on an awakening journey. I want to explore what all of this means and share people's personal stories so we can relate, enjoy the mystical experiences, and perhaps connect some more dots. Everyone's journey is completely unique. I'm your host, Wendy, and this is Light Always Wins. Hello, I am coming on to do an energy update. And it's funny, the last one I did, I had a couple of my, a few of my friends on here with me. And this month, it just didn't work out timing wise with them. And um, they all have kind of different things going on. And it's, it was kind of a funny coincidence, because I was also getting some messages, I guess, from my guides to do something on my own. So kind of funny that it worked out that way. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, uh, what I've been feeling lately is, um, sort of, a re-energizing and a slowing down at the same time. So like I'm feeling the change of the seasons I'm up in New Hampshire and the weather's starting to cool off a little bit here. Um, I made soup for the first time in a long time last night with um, a bunch of our different vegetables from the farm, which felt so good. Um, I've been, my guilty pleasure all summer is chocolate zucchini bread. Really, it should be called chocolate zucchini cake. It's so good. But uh, what I'm getting getting at is that like, I've been feeling like, um, taking care of my health lately and, uh, eating really well. And also I feel like that can include eating just what you crave. So for me, um, it's chocolate zucchini cake. (laughs) That's my, my little indulgence. It probably could be worse, but, um, yeah, we're just eating like lots of vegetables and we've been working really hard. Um, in the summertime you have to harvest every day because the vegetables grow really fast. Like if you don't harvest your squash and zucchini, they're the size of baseball bats in about two days. So it's a lot of like heavy lifting out in the heat and this little burst of cool weather just feels like it's giving me the permission to take a break because the vegetables also slow down a little bit. Um, and it's time to like put up stuff for the winter. So I've been freezing corn and green beans and canning pickles, and it's about to be tomato canning time. So very, very busy. But, um, you know, I, the other day I was like, it's just been work, work, work for so long. I was like, Whoa, I need to take a break. So my husband and I went out, um, to this pond near us and we brought our kayaks and there's these little islands on the pond and there's no houses around. It's up in the mountains in the white mountain national forest. And, um, we like to kayak out to this little Island that has a fire pit and some logs you can sit on and we'll just like bring snacks and, um, just kind of get some peace and quiet. Not that we don't get that at home, but 
it's just different, you know, change of scenery and the water is just so calming. Um, so yeah, I've been keeping my sanity by going and doing things like that every once in a while, or taking a walk in the woods, or just even every morning I, I bring my dog out and we're dog sitting right now. So I bring the dogs out and I just look at the sky and just really um, feel gratitude for nature and um, the mountains around me, the sky, the trees, just the beauty, you know, and that brings me to center. It brings me to the present moment. And like, I just feel really good if I can start my day that way. Um, I also feel really good if I can do some yoga in the morning, which doesn't always happen. Depends on how early I get up, but, um, that was something I was, I've been thinking about a lot lately is how valuable yoga has been in my life. Um, because especially through hard times in my life. Um, so for example, like I, uh, we used to live off grid and, um, we, we lived in a little shed. We collected rainwater. We had a generator and we had a composting toilet and a little outhouse, like that kind of off grid, like really off grid. We used to bathe in the river and it was cool because we were super in touch with nature, but it was also kind of, it was hard too. Um, there were a lot of like chores to keep up with that kind of lifestyle and you know, this, the, you never really felt like super clean. <laughs> um, I mean the river baths, so you felt nice after that, but I can't tell you how much I appreciated a hot shower after that experience. And when we were going through that experience, we were having a house built and we had a contractor that wasn't paying everyone. And it was super stressful, really, really stressful. And then we're working our asses off farming. And I just started having health issues. I started, um, almost collapsing. Like I would get so dizzy. I couldn't, I couldn't work. And I ended up being bedridden for like a week and my fight or flight system went into action. I was like, what is happening to me? And I was freaking out crying. Like I, it was just unlike anything else I've ever experienced. And I didn't have health insurance. I haven't had health insurance in almost 10 years. Um, and I just was like going on the internet to try to figure out what was going on with me. And I came to the conclusion that I was suffering from adrenal fatigue. I had just burnt out my, my adrenal glands. And so I looked at what herbs to take and, um, I, I got those herbs and supplements. I started taking them. And within a week I was like 85% better. And it was a wake up call for me that I needed to take care of myself. And so I had a friend who taught yoga and I started practicing yoga and it was just this break, you know, it was like a way to leave every stress behind. Like when you, when you went into this space, you would be invited to just leave it all behind and be super present. And it taught me how to regulate my nervous system. 
Um, and especially like um, last year, I had I had moved away at this point from my my friend who was the yoga teacher, um, and she started doing classes on Zoom, and she started doing a lot of like practices based on regulating your nervous system. And a, and a lot of that was getting comfortable in the uncomfortable. So when you're doing a pose and it's, it's kind of hard, you just, you don't want to hurt yourself, but it, you know, you stay there if it's, you know, comfortable enough without hurting yourself and you breathe into that pose until it becomes easier. So I've been thinking about that a lot with all the things we're going through right now, when things are really hard, like how can you build your endurance? How can you strengthen your nervous system? Um, breathing, just breathing is a great technique. Um, being present, coming to the present moment. And, you know, it's wild when you do you know, just come to center and you're at home or I don't know, maybe even wherever you are, unless you're like in a burning building or something, but when you can just come to center, everything's okay. You know, um, I think we let the external affect us way too much. So I think that's kind of the challenge of, of what we're going through is how can we be in this and not let it drag us down. <clears throat> How can you observe what's happening and not let it completely wreck your nervous system? And it's going to be, you know, it's almost impossible to not let things affect you, but how can you build that endurance to be able to withstand challenging times? Um, So, you know, like when I, I, I even think about like when I lost my mom, I went back to these yoga practices and I also would, you know, travel. I don't know if it's astral traveling or what, but I would like go to a happy place just to take a break from like my trauma and grief. And that's okay. You know, it's okay to like take a break and escape somewhere else. Like we, we need that. And it's also important to not only escape. Um, I've, you know, seen with a lot of people who, who are like really, really into the spiritual side of things. I sometimes I feel like I see there's not enough of a balance. Like sometimes I feel like those people just want to escape to that spiritual world, but we do, we live in the 3d, we live in a physical realm and you've got to kind of have a foot in both, you know? Um, so I pulled some, uh, some Oracle cards and, um, the first one here says security and it's a picture of a cave with ancient carvings and then you can see like if you're looking through the top of the cave it's almost like it dissolves and you see the universe and there's a fire in the cave kind of illuminating 
these drawings. And this card, I feel like, is asking us to like think about what our ancestors have been through and pull in their strength and pull in their experience and their guidance. And another thing is like, I see this connection with the universe. It's, it's like, it's within you. You know, this cave is you. You can go into your own little cave. You can go within for security to feel safe. And ultimately, like that, that is a lot of what this challenge is about is um, leading us back to ourselves. You know, in alchemy, it's, it's finding the gold. Um, and, you know, if you're in obsessed with the material realm, you think of actual gold, but in the spiritual sense, the gold is like finding your soul becoming embodied. And when you become embodied, you can stand in the fire. Nothing can affect you because you know that your soul is infinite and you have faith in something bigger than yourself. So this card is kind of about drawing that in, drawing in the ancestors, the galactic family, source, God, and finding your security in that. Another one I pulled from the same deck is it shows a tornado with butterflies flying around it. And it says healing chaos. So there's a few sides to this, you know, it's like things are chaotic right now because that's how we heal. Think about times in your life where something great happened for you. Was it healing? And then think about the challenges that you've been through in life and how much you may have learned from those. I mean, just for me personally, yes, there, there have been good things that have happened. Um, but I have appreciated them most when times were hard. And that's when I, I noticed the really good things the most. Um, and a lot of, you know, like even just a lot of things that have happened in my life, I've lost a lot of people. And every time I feel like I've learned something from, you know, that loss or that, if you want to call it chaos, um, it's been a, a big learning lesson. So we're seeing this in the collective. Um, this whole ascension process or expansion of consciousness is, it's like a collective healing. And that's why it's getting so chaotic because there's so much to be healed. And, you know, it's like, it's, it seems like it's only going to get louder until people really start healing. Um, so I feel like also another side of this card is that if you don't have chaos in your life, sometimes you can create it. And sometimes you may be looking into the external for chaos, um, which is not going to do you much good. Like there, there are more productive ways 
to shake things up. You know, think about like how you could just change up your routine, um, maybe take on some new hobby, work on some project that has fallen off the list. Virgo season's a great time to do that. So one of the things in this tornado, you know, I think of a tornado like getting sucked in, like are you getting sucked into the fear? Are you getting sucked into the division? You know, how can you be the butterfly and just kind of go with the flow um, and, and create and heal, you know? Um, and then I, I pulled another card here from the same deck, Freedom. And there's sparrows. There's lots of sparrows in the background and one in the foreground that stands out. And there's like this ancient architecture. There's an archway. It's almost like this one in the foreground has passed through the gate. And there's all these other ones on the other side. And now that they've seen that this one has passed through the gate, they're like, Ooh, maybe we should go through too. So it's like this, this bird that's crossed the gate is like, I'm free. Look, I made it through. And it's showing the other ones that they can do it too. So the, I feel like what this card is sort of saying is like, the more you can authentically be yourself and show, just show your true colors the more other people will be inspired to do the same. Um, and I, this for me too is like, I'll just, I'll tell a personal story here. This winter, you know, um, a lot of people up here were still wearing masks and things and we have mask mandates. And um, I had done my research and I know that, you know, masks aren't really effective um, in the public. They can, you know, N95s can be effective in hospitals. Um, but for like public health safety, they, they're not effective. You can look up studies on it. So I was like, you know what? I'm not wearing a mask in the store anymore, in the grocery store. And I stopped. And every time I went in the grocery store, I was like one out of maybe two or three people who wasn't wearing a mask. And, um, it's sort of like, it's interesting. I never got confronted because I never went in there with an attitude like, Oh, I'm not wearing my mask. I just went in feeling like I'm human. I wasn't born with this thing on my face and I don't need it. I'm born with an immune system. So I'm just going to walk through the store and do my shopping like I should be able to. Um, no one ever said anything to me. I maybe got one weird look. And I know a lot of people were afraid to do that. They were afraid of confrontation. Um, so I felt like that was my way of like, showing people freedom in a way, like I, I'm doing this, I'm being me, I'm being human. I'm not wearing this thing anymore. And, um, 
that's just one example, but also just, I think of other people I've looked up to and how like, they're just sharing their feelings online or in a podcast. And like, it's inspired me to do the same. Um, so I didn't want to make that, you know, political, it's really not political, but you know, there's, there's a lot of division around that, but I'm just expressing myself. That's how I feel guys. It's totally fine. If you disagree. Um, all right. And then I have an angel Oracle deck and I pulled this card of opportunity and it's an angel standing in like a orb of light. And there's like a castle in the sky, shining this light down through her crown chakra and her heart chakra is illuminated and she has fire in her hands and she's in nature. It's really beautiful. There's a little waterfall flowing through behind her. And this card is about really seeing the opportunities before you instead of focusing on what we may be losing, um, instead of being afraid, focusing on the past, focusing on the future, focus on right now, what you have, what you have to work with, where you can make change and the opportunities that are in front of you. Because ultimately there's this whole thing going on that we're supposed to be paying attention to. Um, A lot of like you know, the mainstream narrative and fear and stuff. And it's like, well, what if we're uh, paying attention to more constructive things rather than destructive things? We could build a lot. Like that's, that's how we bring in this new earth energy is we just, we do not let this stuff weigh us down. We got to keep working on what we want to see. And then the next card is the health card which is appropriate for Virgo season as well. And it's sort of what I was talking about at the beginning of this. Um, It's this beautiful woman with doves floating around her and orbs and flowers. And she's got flowers in her hair. And it's like, you know, making sure that we're prioritizing our health like taking care of ourselves. And that can mean like, I look at these flowers and I think about just yesterday, I was like feeling like I really just wanted to do whatever would feed my soul, you know, like do a little work, then do something I enjoy, do a little work, do something that really makes me happy, you know, like, and so I picked a bouquet of flowers. I mean, that's something you may not think of for your health, but health is, it's a, holy trinity it's the mind the body and the spirit so how can you feed all of those things you know the mind what are you feeding your mind your body what are you feeding your body your spirit how are you feeding your soul that's health um and that's what i feel like is um majorly misunderstood in our current health system. It's, it's not a very holistic system. So it's not just about the physical. Um, it's about all of it. And when you're taking care of all of it, that's when you really thrive and 
we need to thrive right now. You know, that's something else that comes up is like, do you want to be in survival mode or do you want to be in thrival mode? Um, it's totally fine if all you can do right now is survive, but is there, are, is there like an inch you can take to thrive, you know? Cause if you, if you can, I think that could just, that can be so helpful for us right now. And then I pulled the high, higher consciousness card. This card's so cool. It's like the planets at the top and this one really bright star you almost see it as like serious and then the bright star is like shooting down to this angelic figure that's then shooting light down to a woman and her hands are up like connecting with the universe and the planets and this is just a reminder that we the con consciousness is expanding and we we have all of this at our fingertips. We have higher guidance. So don't forget, like, remember that we're supported. And I'm also just looking at these planets and thinking about, for me, astrology has like helped me grow a lot. Um, and I, I just really enjoy learning about the archetypes of the different planets. And, um, she, it's like, she's connecting. It's like a knowing it's like, once you get these archetypes in your mind, you sort of have a, a bigger perspective, a higher perspective of what's going on and like how you can choose to be. Um, and it helps you understand other people. I think we need that a lot right now. Like I've had a couple people in my life sort of that, that have confronted me and I was caught off guard. And in one aspect, I feel like it was a mirror for me because I know I've done the same thing in the past with people when I've confronted them with my own beliefs and been like, but you, you don't know this and you should believe that. And I'm, I'm starting to zoom out and realize that that doesn't work. Um, what works, I feel like, is just accepting people and letting them go on their own path, um, releasing negative thoughts about them and, and just like looking at it from looking at their position from a higher perspective and going, you know, everybody's going through something. Everybody has stuff they're going through. And maybe they're taking it out on other people because they're having a really hard time. Not my thing. You know, that's what's kind of hard for empaths sometimes is not letting other people's energy affect you. And this is something that um, I'm, I've really been learning this year in particular. Um, I used to let other people's energy affect me so much. And I'm finally really stepping into this more sovereign space where I just let it go, <laughs> let it go and connect with people that I want to, you know, let go of the old and, and welcome in the new. Um, and the other thing I was going to say about this too, is that like, Higher consciousness is 
coming into unity you know that's like that's like what this ascension and expansion of consciousness is going to lead to eventually is more unity and again i think of the alchemical process and you know there's the steps of um division separation rectification and then the conjunction of the elements so i would say we're definitely in division and separation right now and we're coming into i think we're coming into rectification because i see as things get more intense i see more people sort of going wait a second something's not right here or hey maybe everyone's rights shouldn't be taken away and then you start to see oh we are all human you know no matter what differences we have we all have inalienable rights that we need to join together to protect so i don't know i know these these steps sort of it's kind of crazy to try to define what step we're in i've i um especially on a collective level because so many different people are in different places but i'm just i'm gonna go out on a limb there and say maybe we're com slowly coming into the rectification process and then eventually we will conjunct and um people will realize more consciously that we are all connected and if we all realized we're we're all connected then we wouldn't do awful things to each other because words you hurts me you know that kind of thing so we really need this like you know we really need everything that's happening right now is happening for us as scary as it can be it's like a wake up call um so if you already, you know, some people feel like, oh, I'm all, I've already like had the wake up call and I see it. And that's that it can be hard when you see the big picture, but that's where you learn to lean into the, the uncomfortable, learn how to be more comfortable in your own body um, and around other people too. And I feel like one way to be more comfortable around other people is to um is to have that higher perspective because you get less in that like fight or flight mode as well um you just can be open to other people's perspectives and the more open you are probably the more receptive they will be to your truth um so I feel like I could ramble on and on and on you guys. I guess maybe me doing this kind of thing is overdue because there's just so much information in me that wants to come out. <laughs> All right, and then I, I like to pull an Isis card um, as well. And I pulled the mother of life, nourishment of the golden grain mother. And it's funny, I pulled that because that's like Virgo um she's got like the grain um and she's the the virgin and you think of like the virgin mary mother mary and so there's an ankh and it's like this um 
emblem carved into a wall. And there's the Ankh with the wings of Isis coming up around it. And you can see the profile of Isis in um, this little circle below the Ankh. And um, what this one is about is trying not to just fall into the routine like Virgo. You know, Virgo is very routine based. This is about like mixing it up a little bit, um, stepping out of that a little bit and realizing it, again, it's about opportunities. Um, if you follow that little divine spark, that little intuition of, I really feel like doing this. Or if you even have a doubt like, oh, but I can't do that because I'm not ready. No, do it. You know, like leap forward. Um, and so I'm just, I'm going to read from this because these cards are from Alana Fairchild and her descriptions are just so cool. So it says, we can sometimes fall into existing and doing rather than truly living. We only know that this has happened when suddenly our life seems dry, depleted, filled with tasks, or it feels like we are stuck in a rut or habit that may have been comfortable, but is becoming stifling and suppressing. Isis, the mother of life, holds the ability to restore even the most numb, resistant, and difficult circumstances and people back into life. She calls to you now, seeking to bestow gifts of life upon you. Be bold and brave. Open your arms and receive. So, you know, it's, it's like, don't just stay in your hidey hole because all of this stuff is going on. Like, remember to enjoy life. I, I needed that reminder. Like, it's really weird for me. I feel like I've sort of had a one track mind and I've been way too invested in the dark stuff and just the stuff I don't like. And I'm finally turning this corner where I feel like I'm focusing on things in my own life. You know, like I, I feel like it was necessary for me to explore all the weird stuff going on, but I'm over it. I've explored it enough. I see what's going on. I don't need to look at it anymore. I don't want to subscribe to fear anymore. And I don't want to know what's going to happen. I want to be present. I want to be creative. And I just want to find my people and start building this, like this new earth, which I feel like I've been, you know, people, I don't know. I feel silly saying that, but I feel like I've been doing my work and not being conscious of how, um, valuable it is like growing organic food, uh, for my community and for myself, like, and I don't know, I guess I, I, I'm realizing like, it might be good for me to keep sharing knowledge about that. Um, let me know if you guys think that that's, that would be valuable. Or if you're interested in learning more about like farming and preserving food and things like that, but that's what like really has propelled me on this path. I think is, is being in touch with that, being in touch with how seeds grow, how to take care of plants, like 
where our food and nourishment comes from and how to not poison the earth and your food and yourself. Um, and just the, the importance it's, it ties into all the health stuff going on right now too, because since the beginning of this, I just felt like the perspective was totally wrong. It's like, we all of a sudden didn't have immune systems. Immune systems didn't exist. Um, preventative health didn't exist. All it is, is reaction, problem, reaction, solution. That's how these things get, you know, pushed through. And it's, it's sad because like, I realize sometimes I forget, but I'm reminded a lot of times that so many people don't understand where food comes from. So many people don't understand how it's grown um, and how harmful a lot of our food is to us that's in the grocery store. Um, and, and that's why it's so important to know your farmer or, you know, grow your own food. I swear, I joke about how like squash could like end hunger. <laughs> you grow a squash plant and it produces so much freaking food so fast. It's seriously magic. And like, I just like, if somebody, if you just have like a pot and you can plant a squash plant in it, like you, you'll be okay. You won't die. Like you'll survive, <laughs> you know, like you can feed yourself. Um, but yeah, there's, there's just a big disconnect. And I think a lot of people have been doing work for years to try to connect that gap. I just didn't realize, um, what a important aspect it was until recently. I mean, it's always been important to me, but just as I continue on this journey through consciousness, I'm like, wow, it is so important. Um, and like just connecting with nature. Like, I feel like nature misses us. I think she, she is really happy when we spend time with her. And I feel that it not only heals us, but it heals her. So if you can get out and just like connect, it's just, it's going to be helpful for you, for her, for everyone. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a lot of what I had for my energy update. One other thing I wanted to touch on was like, I definitely got sucked into this like, um, solar flash thing from a spiritual teacher guide. I don't know what you want to call her. Um, I'm not going to name names, but like she offers a lot of useful information about like the Schumann resonance and the magnetosphere. And I find that really interesting. But then there was like, um, she was saying that there was the grand solar, great solar flash coming that was going to like knock us on our asses. And if you're, you know, high frequency enough, you're going to survive. And then you're going to have to help all these people that don't know what's going on. And I gotta say that story was really, um, seemed really cool to me. And I was, you know, I feel like 
when things are really hard, we kind of do secretly wish for some kind of savior or some kind of event to take us out of it. Right. Um, but what I realized is that when you're looking for that, you're just kind of suffering because you're always looking to the future and there's anxiety around all the unknowns. And so I just stopped listening to it because I realized it wasn't serving me at all. It was actually taking a lot of my energy and time away from what I actually need to be focused on. Um, and it's like, okay, if something big like that happens, great. And I'm going to trust that I'll know what to do and it'll be okay. Um, it's just like, wow, how, how can we be more conscious of where our energy is going and what could be depleting that energy? Um, that, that was like what that made me more aware of. And, um, you know, the other thing is we are the ones we're waiting for. We don't need to wait for someone to save us. Like we are the ones that are going to get ourselves out of this. And that's why we need to be nice to each other. We need to try to connect um, and try to, I mean, I'm not saying like, you know, connect with people who are um, harming you or anything like that, but just where you can connect with people, I think is so important. And, um, you know, do things that you can in your life, do take action where you can control things and where you can't control things, you kind of just have to surrender and, and believe that all of these little actions that we can take on our own are going to build up and change what we, we think we can't control. Um, you know, the things that are bigger than us, like it, it's a ground up type of operation. I'm picturing a pyramid, you know, and it's like, we need all the blocks at the bottom to, to support, you know, where we're trying to get to at the top. Um, yeah, so I don't have a ton of astrology insight. Only thing I can say with uh, Virgo season is that I am definitely working on getting organized around my house, getting ready to harvest a lot of dry crops and things. And um, also trying not to be super critical. <laughs> I definitely have been really critical of, I'll be honest, I've been critical of other people which, you know, I guess is just a reflection of maybe how I feel about myself, but yeah, I'm trying to step out of that a little bit and, um, and just kind of flow, you know? So I guess that's about all I have for you guys. Um, if you are interested in coming on to the podcast to talk about your own awakening journey or any other topics, um, I'm totally down to talk. Like it brings me so much joy to talk about this stuff and it gets me out of my 
mundane yet beautiful farmer life you know it's like after doing it for a few years the, it's very very repetitive so this is a nice little um creative outlet for me um but yeah feel free to get in touch with me um i'm on instagram at light.alwayswins and also um if there's anyone out there who has had been through like a kundalini awakening i'd be really interested to hear from you um because I'm pretty sure that's what I went through and I'm still trying to wrap my mind around that. I'd love to hear about other people's experiences, uh, what they experienced going through that, because it's still probably the most incredible thing that's ever happened to me. And I will always be asking questions. <laughs> that's why this stuff's so fun, right? You never get to the end of it. You, we will always be seeking and growing and, um, learning. So happy Virgo season. Stick in there. You know, is that what I meant to say? Stick in there. Yeah. You can stick it out. <laughs> you can do it. Just um, lean into those uncomfortable moments and, and look for the opportunity and the challenges rather than focusing on the negative of the challenges. Where's the opportunity? Um, the victim thing, you know, step, can we step out of victimhood? Yes, there are times where we are legit victims, but how many times in our life are we playing the role of the victim when we could really take control of the situation and move forward? Um, so, all right, all right, that's enough for me. I hope you have a wonderful Virgo season. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Light Always Wins. You can find me on Instagram at light.alwayswins. And if you enjoyed the show, leave us a review and hit subscribe. And maybe share with some of your friends. Until next time, remember, light always wins.